Welcome to I Got You Podcast. This is a podcast to enlighten our audience and ourselves on different taboo or provocative topics. Also, to empower you to ask questions your parents, your friends, and society doesn't want us to talk about. I am Heather. I am one of the co-hosts. Tonight, we'll be talking to some of the members of the LGBTQIA community to enlighten us and some of our audience on questions we have and have gotten from others. Welcome. Um, I'm Renee, and uh, as Heather said, we're starting this podcast just to kind of bring, um, enlighten and empower people to kind of share their story, and, you know, hopefully other people can glean from it, so... You know, what we hope to achieve today is basically, you know, you guys sharing your story to us and, the, you know, if you want the rest of the world to your lifestyle, because I think a lot a lot of things that you guys encounter are very, you know, it's very foreign to us in the heterosexual community. So I think it's very important for you guys to share your story. So I'm Renee. Hey, I'm Keisha. And we're doing this podcast because for me, you know, I've come across a lot of, I have becoming friends with a lot of lesbians and, you know, gays. And if I'm saying the wrong word, forgive me, because that's one of the reasons why I want to do this podcast is to kind of clear up some of the misconceptions and some of the, the, the uncomfortableness in speaking about the LGBTQ community and just to get a better understanding so that I think a lot of times, you know, the hatred and, and everything comes from a misunderstanding of lack of education. So we kind of just wanted to bring to do this podcast to kind of uh, enlighten people and to educate because a lot of times people who are not educated about a certain thing, that's when they spew their hate and their anger. So I thank you guys for coming on and helping to shed some light. All right. So the first question I'm gonna ask you, right? Do y'all even know what this LGBTQIA stands for? I, I think I know everything but the I. I don't know the last two. Yeah, I don't know the last two. Yeah, I don't know the I. I know the A is asexual, but I don't yes. know. You know, I have a... Once we discover what it is, like, I can we, we gonna go with what the definition is too? Because sometimes I feel like a lot of these words mean the same thing. Okay. True. 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 All right. So we'll go over that at the end. So that's one of the biggest things when I was looking at it. I was like, a lot of gay, do you mind being called gay, lesbian? Is it, is it a difference? Is it, before we start even going too far into it, is it all gay? Is it all, uh, how, do, how do you want to be addressed? So what I've come across so far, I think it depends on who you ask, because I feel like a lot of lesbians don't like to be called gay, called a lesbian, and even though gay is kind of like the overall genre for the whole community, to be honest. Okay. What do you think, can I have one of the guys, what do you think about that, that everybody's considered gay? Do you have a problem with that? As a gay man, I don't have a problem with it. That key, right? Yes. Okay. All right. How about you, Leonard? How do you feel about it? Um, I don't have a problem with this. With being called gay. Okay. Okay. All right then. But but do lesbians have a problem being called gay? <laughs> gay. I know, like women. You know, is that a problem for you, or it doesn't matter? I feel like it's all the same, just because gay is like just, I feel like gay is the entire If you call me gay, I wouldn't be bothered. Okay. Like, oh, you can't be like, yeah, I'm gay. Right. right. <laughs> okay. I, I would have to go back like, to what Jasmine was saying as well. I think it really does, it's going to depend on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, as you know, over the last, I guess, couple of years, um, you also have to think about things like pronouns as well, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys want to get into that. That's something that I myself, um, as a lesbian, am trying to better understand. I have, um, you know, friends and colleagues that are transitioning, etc. And so I'm also trying to um, be more 
aware and more knowledgeable. So yeah, I, I think it really just depends. But me personally, it, it doesn't matter either way, gay, lesbian, it's kind of the same to me. Okay. And one question I didn't ask before we start. So is everybody on here either gay or is anybody bisexual? Is anybody I'm bisexual? Bisexual. You're bisexual, Jasmine. Okay. Everybody else is considered lesbian or gay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't have this in any order, right? But I want to ask: Do you get offended, right? Is anybody here? Do you get offended when somebody calls, or do they mistake for a boy or a girl sometimes? Go ahead, Kila. I know that. I'm just laughing at it. Do you get offended by it? No. I mean, because I, I know I don't look like a boy. So I don't really have that issue. Oh, so you never had nobody consider you? So you've never had it? I you guess never the question had. is, right, I guess the question is, do you have an issue with um, the projection of a masculine um, trait on you? If you act more masculine, if that, you know, if you are a woman, do you have an issue with, you know, your boys? Say, for instance, you hang out with a lot of guys as a female gay person. Do you have an issue with them calling you one of the boys or you want to distinguish the fact that I'm a woman, but I just happen to be gay? It depends. Am I buying tigers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I'm like, I'm talking to a, a chick real quick when it's time to buy some tigers oh, and all man. that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But nah, I'm I'm just called by my name, so nobody calls me bro or okay. anything like that. I just pretty much go by my name. Okay, okay. but you, would you be okay. offended though? If I was called what? I don't like, like a girl, like a boy, like hey, like yo, yeah, like yo, what's up, bro, or yeah, whatever. I think the only word I don't like is girl, but I think that just goes like slavery type gal, girl. I just yeah. think I don't like the word girl. Okay. Other than that. No, because people don't call me anything. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Anybody else? Um, I'll um, take a stab at this one. Um, I've so I've, I I kind of dress differently. It depends. Um, I was like when, I, when my hair wasn't natural, I did the whole cornrows, whatever. Uh, New Yorker with the fitted hat, all that. I'm going to the grocery store and people have greeted me as sir or excuse me, Mister. Right? If they just take a quick glance and can't really tell that I'm a female. Um, I won't say that I get offended by it, but I will correct them and say not sir, ma'am, or, you know, I'm a female, but just keep it brief. I think a lot of it is sometimes I find it more so with the older generation. They may not be able to tell, and I'm not going to pick up argument yeah. with them because I don't think that there's any like malice behind it. I think it's just maybe not being sure or being uncertain and just trying to be polite in the situation. Okay, thank you. Was it who was gonna say something, Leonard? Or? No, it's fine. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. So, uh, when did you all know that you were gay? Kindergarten. Wow, really? Wow, <laughs> kindergarten. Like, how did you know? Like, what was it that made you? Um, I just knew that um, I was interested in both sexes. Mm -hmm. um, but it was more predominantly men I was more interested in because they seemed to have an interest in me. Like they, that's why I would say. So, Key, so you and said. Add on to that one. So, if they weren't interested in you, do you think you would have still been interested in them? Um, yes. Okay. It, it was going to be inevitable anyway, so I feel like <laughs> okay. I was going to be gay anyway. Okay. So, Key, okay. I have a question for you. Gonna, um, are we going to say Jasmine? What, what's the question? Um, Wait, I think you have a question for, for Key. So you said kindergarten. That would have been like you're five or six years old, right? Yeah, five. So, so you had, at that age, you, you had, you felt an attraction to um, another... Yeah male at five at that young yeah. age wow yes it was nothing sexual okay but i felt the attraction right okay 
And, and, and I often hear people say that, um, gays or lesbians say that from a, a young age as five or younger sometimes I hear. Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting to me that at that age you, you, you have a feeling, it's a different feeling and you know. Okay. You know that um, you're, you know that you're interested, mm -hmm. uh, you know that you, like you know that you're different. Right. Right. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. I was five. Were you going to say something, Jasmine? I was five, too, when I, when it, uh, I guess, became a parent. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I guess, uh, for me, it was, I wanted to play house with girls and be the husband, and but not with boys. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I would, I would take a stab at that. Yeah. I would have to say for me was, like, uh, when I was about the same age as well, um, I knew that there was a, um, an attraction to, you know, the same sex. Um, mm -hmm. However, I was still, I, was, I wasn't able to identify what sexuality was. Right. So um, I couldn't call myself gay per se, but I knew that I was attracted to men. I knew that I was also attracted to women, but I knew my attraction was greater. Yeah. Right. Um, until I started to um, mature and define myself and um, discover sexuality. Um, because in black families, there's a taboo to talk about sexual right. activity, there's a taboo to, you know, mm -hmm. talk about those type of things. So I had to find myself through experience. So um, right. I dated girls throughout, uh, you know, middle school, high school, things like that. Um, I became, I got into sports in middle school and I played sports in middle school, high school. Um, within that time, um, my attraction to men became greater. Um, being that we're in close quarters, traveling together and locker rooms together, things like that, um, their attraction to men um, started to play out in sexual acts. Um, at that point, I began to really identify with, okay, this is who I am. I need to accept it first, um, and then I um, I would have to say like when I was 22, that's when I really like it really clicked for me like okay because I was still going back and forth like um, I'm not gay this can't be you know it, it can't be but I knew all my life I was attracted to men but um, I was just like at the age of about 22 when you know I fully matured. That's when I really realized that, hey, um, you're gay, you need to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, not that I was leading women on, but um, because I did have an attraction to women, but it just wasn't like, it never felt right when I was with them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. What about you, Anissa? Um, for me, I would say probably around the age of eight or nine. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I um, I noticed that I, you know, I was always uh, into sports, football, basketball at a very young age, so around boys all the time, and I realized I started gravitating towards uh, girls, wanting to be best friends with the pretty girls in the class, mm -hmm. and wanting to, you know, hang out with them all the time, and I, I started to realize, like, something wasn't quite right, um, and then I, too, uh, as the years went on, tried to date guys, and you know, it just, it never, I agree, it, it didn't feel right for me either. Yeah. And for me, it was more of a, I come from a very religious family, so I was trying to do something that I thought would please them as opposed to myself. Right. Um, but I quickly realized, like, one, I, it wasn't fair to the other person, didn't want to waste their time. And, and two, I really had to, to be able to sit down and understand who I was, um, be able to share that uh, with my family. Um, and then you just kind of live my truth from there. Uh, but yeah, I, I knew right around that age of eight that something was a little different. And um, I think a lot of that started to play out more so um, getting into junior high school and just fully blossomed once I got into high school. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Killer? Well, I don't, I don't have a story like everybody else. Uh, let's see here. Basically, I was homophobic. <laughs> Still got a piece of it in me, but I tried women. Hmm? And I would you say that? Lisa Leonard? I said that's the denial. 
Yeah. Right. No, I still, I no, still ahead, have homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I still am. But no, I dated guys. I had successful relationships and all that good stuff. But I tried women, and it just was the drug more powerful than anything for me. Hey. So then that that had me embrace, I guess you could say, my more dominant side, which mm-hmm. made me towards being more like the stud or the more dominant one in the relationship. But nothing beat a woman once I tried it. So, and that happened around 21. So yours was a choice. I got a Yeah, I would say I chose it, and then I ain't never looked back. So it's almost like how they make that cliche saying, once you go black, you never go back. Yeah, yeah once you try a girl, you'll go. Because I have lesbian friends as well, and I have heard a lot of them say that. Um, you said something to the effect that um, it was the domineering of, you know, effect when you were with a woman that made you, you know, really lean towards being with a woman. So do you feel like if you were with a more submissive male counterpart, you'll be able to deal, you know, okay. Because when I, cause when I was with guys, I dated the most dominant of them all, dope boys, street boys, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't that, it was just the fact that I was always aggressive female anyway. You know, being teased as a child, we played sports, like our childhood was different than how the kids are now, just video games. Like we literally had to go outside to play. Right. And right, if the majority right. of your cousins were boys, they ain't even play with no dogs. You gonna catch this football. But <laughs> I still didn't do that anyway. But the point I'm making is I just was already a more dominant female even mm-hmm. when I dated a guy. So what if you but, dated a less dominant male? Like I would, first of all first of all, I'm on drugs. I do women. <laughs> let me okay so let me ask but, but, let me ask this question which is very, very fascinating yeah the question is for the the folks who mentioned that you know they almost as if you were born this way because you guys know from a very young age that this is how you guys felt renee Renee, yeah. hold that one because we, we left we left Jasmine out because I want to hear her talk before you go in because it's gonna... oh no okay no okay all right go no, ahead. hold it write it write it down so Jasmine mm-hmm. when when did you know that you were bisexual that you liked both um I just feel like this has kind of been like I don't know probably since I was like eight or nine like I always like girls but I always like boys too and that's just kind of been my thing growing up since that age of like. Of course, like she said, like Killer said, of course, we was outside, we played ball, we played basketball, we did sports, I did track, I did all the sports. And so, and I always wanted to be closer to the prettier girl and things like that. But uh, just growing up, I don't, I don't know, I just kind of always had attraction to both. I dated both. Um, I've only been in relationships with women uh, my whole life, even though I'm attracted to men too. So Okay. So how does that... So, Go ahead, Renee. but I have a question for Jasmine. So, how does that make you okay. bisexual if you are only attracted? Well, you've only been with women. How do you? How do you because know? Because I'm, I'm attracted to men too. Uh, so I find pleasure in, mm-hmm. in like sexual pleasure in, with men and with women. Um, and it's just been like all my life. Like I see oh. men, they look good. Okay. So I'm not like the whole like oh I'm, I would never. Or you know, some they, there you are. There are some lesbians who are literally just kind of turned off by men. Okay. Think they're disgusting. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that. <laughs> She's like, I'm not that. Not like that. Okay. Okay, okay Renee. Let me ask this question. Um, for the people who mentioned that you guys were born this way, do you take offense to a person like Killer who made the decision to? it being a conscious decision on 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 her on her part or do you just say to each his own and you keep it moving do you take offense to the perspective from which somebody like killer comes from i think as a homosexual you just become more and more um okay with understanding that you just respect people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah so it's like so it's really to each his own like even right. with all the letters that we got 
But okay. it's so it's so interesting. You know, to be in the community, yeah. you have to be more understanding of everybody. Right. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. We're supposed to be more understanding, but we're still very judgmental. And so that's but, one of my questions. Right. Are you so judgmental against each other? other. Are you yes. Say, we still have it. We still Absolutely. Have it. Of course. That's within any community, even a heterosexual community. I mean, that's true. Thing. True. What are you judgmental so I'm, about? So, 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 wait, wait a second, right? And I'm going to tell you the LGBTQI stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer, intersex, and asexual. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what, what that means? Intersex? Help me well, out. <laughs> What's really? an intersex? Because some of them like, sounded redundant. I don't know what I and A is. And I even asked Jasmine, like, not that long ago, like, I've texted her, like, what is queer again? Like, that's another one that I'll be like, what's that one again? Yeah. Because queer seems to be the new thing. Like, everybody's queer now. Right. So, do any of y'all know the answer before? Mm -hmm. I no? thought queer was uh, mostly related to what they call the guys. Yes. It's like, they're queer. Yeah. So, I think some of the words in that ABCDFG, <laughs> I think it's just whichever is the current fad. So, right, because I was watching because it's like a fad for each letter. So if queer right now, where Jasmine is, is the word where I am is still gay, uh, lesbian, yeah, uh, transgender. But so to even see like on social media, so many women like I'm a queer woman, like I'm a queer black woman. It's like the title, it's like the hashtag, it's like the thing. They are they Jasmine? Are they transsexuals or transgenders? The ones that know they're just women, but they claim to be just you know clear queer, queer women. Fad. Yeah. So um, I just don't know what that is. So it's just a fad, you think? It's just something. I think so. Okay. I'm glad that you guys. A, it's a fad that got a letter in the in the <laughs> <laughs> original letter. So it and they gonna come up right. with another one, and then it's gonna be another one. And it's gonna <laughs> so, be. I think, I think I think it's just so much about making everyone feel comfortable. Right. And right. allowing right. everybody to identify to something. Thing. Yes. So I think right. that's where the addition of the letters keep coming, you know, into play. Okay. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be in a box per se. Yeah. They want to say, well, I'm not right. completely bi or I'm not completely gay, so I need another alphabet to identify mm -hmm. who I am in this box uh, that you're trying to put everybody in. So I think that's where all these letters keep tacking on, is because people don't want to identify with the basics. So it's that's like one thing. Extended even more and then mm -hmm. even more, so we might well just say all the ABCs because, right? <laughs> so, right. So, I have a right. yeah. uh -huh. issue with the letters because that's my I'm very curious about that. If you know, saying? oh, you can't hear me, you were going in and out. Oh, sorry, it's probably my life. You see, not using the laptop again. Um, is the other question going to be related to all the acronyms and how they feel about these acronyms? Because that's a question of mine. That's, I think that's what they were just saying. They don't they don't even know what all the acronyms stand for, right? That's what y'all were saying, right? It's, you know, too, it's too much. It's too much. Right. I feel I the same. we all know the first four. Yes. Right. Are the original ones. Yes. And honestly, even through the extra letters that continue to be added, I think that... I know people don't want to be in a category, but essentially you can still fall in the, category, in the same category. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, okay. As a, okay, so for the most part, uh, you guys are, you are, are gay. You uh, acknowledge yourselves as gay, men or gay women. Do you, do you have an issue, say for instance, with somebody uh, who is a transgender person or somebody who is transsexual? Do you guys have an issue with that the only issue i have is if her booty is bigger than mine <laughs> <laughs> that's the only problem <laughs> and then the transitioned a couple years ago um for me i'm just a gay male i don't feel like a woman i still feel like a man. i have my 
family tendency. That's one of my main things. Like my attraction, my sexual attraction is geared towards a man. So that's what makes me gay. For my friend, she felt like a woman. She, you know, identified as a woman. She lives her life as a woman. Um, she just took it the next step further to make her outward appearance you know, match what she was feeling. So with that being said, right, the males, when you see a male that is more feminine, how do y'all judge that as a gay community? Like there's some that's very masculine, just like there's a, or yes. stuff, right? And how, how is that judged in the gay community? I think to I I don't want to go back on your trans on the trans question, but I just have a comment. That's what mm-hmm. I feel like was an issue because I'm I'm really big on the stance of like do you you know whatever you want to do do you as long as mm-hmm. it's not hurting other people. But I think that I think my issue that I will have sometimes is like if that's what you're gonna do and you you know you're gonna change who you are and things like that by all means do what you want to do, but you still need to be truthful with other people. You know, just because you identify as a full woman and then you want to go after, you know, at that point, straight men, you have to be honest. That's a whole other conversation. That's a whole whole other conversation. I think that what gets a lot of the whole trans community such a bad backlash. And on top of that, I think it's just a negative vibe in the rest of the community because I think we're all about living your truth. So live your truth 100%. And tell the truth. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. That's the only issue that right. I have. With the transgender. Okay, got you. I mean, I think my issue will come in that department as far as the media, because all the data clicked on TV, it it helps. How I want to say it. It changes the way average people view and respect us, because whatever they put on TV or whoever they decide to to give the show to, like. Housewives of Atlanta example, you had the guys, you know what I mean? Like whoever they choose to put yeah, their they're feminine. on, mm-hmm. you know, cause they had, you know, I don't want to call it names, but you know, they, they look like a guy, but then they'll throw on a pair of heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. they'll throw on with, so it's like, okay, we respect that. But then when that's all that the world sees, it mm-hmm. kind of it, it right. changes the thing for everybody. Even with now the, the lesbians that are coming on TV, well, I don't identify with nothing that girl got going on because she ain't the average lesbian to me. Right. Right. And where I'm from. Right. And that still changes it for whoever is watching that show to feel, uh, watch that show to feel like, oh, okay, so that's what it's like. Yeah. Right. Okay, so then that makes you think you got an idea on how the rest of us are, but then you right. see you have right. three, three women here now and none of us are alike. Right, right. But all right. people have to go by is what the media puts out there. So that's True. the reason why I would have a problem with it is because the media can only tell certain sides of the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I can agree with that. I feel like it's all depicted in one way. Like this is this may be your view of what a lesbian is or what a gay male is supposed to be when, you know, if you have a flamboyant gay male and you walk out and you just see like and you never know that all these other males are gay. Right. Them to act a certain way, or just right. like trans mm-hmm. men and trans women, um, they definitely get a bad rap because of you know, what showed up. She stuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was about to say, was that me? Is my... No, I thought it was me too. Yeah, I thought it was me too. I was like, what happened? <laughs> she's moving <laughs> around. Overall of it, though, the media but, is just—it doesn't. The media is just not here for the community, or I mean, she's the black community either. At the end of the day, media portrays people the way they want to be portrayed. Right, and you guys feel like it's more of an exaggerated version of the what the reality is. I mean, I'm not gonna say but, that. No, I think true. certain certain ones they're kind of true to what it right. is. Like, mm-hmm. what is it that show Twenties that um, oh, I can't yeah. I can't think of her name, but she just came out with one, and one of the main characters is a is a lesbian, mm-hmm. and kind of you had to put her in a box. You would say stud, right? I mean, or soft stud or whatever, but. That's the way she is, but apparently she's from L.A. You right. take somebody from Georgia like me, it'll be mm-hmm. completely different. Somebody from mm-hmm. New York, it'll be completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess the world ain't ready to really give everybody a voice. 
Right. right. So they only pick the lane that they can get in and squeeze in right. and then see how it goes. Yeah. Right. So get it, got it good. Because what you just said, right? Because even, I'm going to go like with the studs, right? You said soft studs. Yes, I wanted to talk about that. What's yes. the difference? Like, how many different types? Different types of studs, and there's different. We just keep adding alphabets. Man, but but keep. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like, that's 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 right 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 in the hold on, hold on. Somebody, right, so I just had as well. What? You know, trying to come in. Two people trying to come in. Sorry. Oh, two people trying to come in. Yes. I guess Jasmine. Heard. Maybe it's, yeah. Maybe it's the Jasmine. Hello. Hey, this is Andre. Hi, Andre. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for waiting. Sorry, it took so long. <laughs> no problem. It's, it's no problem. You can just join right in, okay? Right. So to add, okay. hi, Andre. To add to your question, Heather. Um, also, to add to that, what your question was, you know, with the different um, titles and stuff. We, what we're trying to find out, especially from the heterosexual world, we want to make sure that we don't offend people in the gay world. So we want to know. Like what are the what 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 are we supposed to regard or say as a name or categorization um, of whichever whether you be stud soft stud fam whatever the case is what are the correct terminologies to use Yeah, and I heard somebody said there's seven different types. I I just feel like it's just a lot of types of stuff. Then I and Killa, if you could please explain them all, I would appreciate it because I don't even know. <laughs> And what's a stud though? What is a stud? So yeah, what go ahead, Kila. Kila. No, I, don't, I, I wouldn't put too much in. emphasis. I wouldn't put too much emphasis into that as far uh -huh. as the soft stud, um, you know, and uh things of that nature because that is not who they identify as. That is just like um I guess sort of like their style. I would say, oh. or something like that. Like, so, like, they would still identify as either him, her, the regular pronoun. So, like, if you walk to somebody, like, if you were to meet a, um, a, a feminine girl, I mean, a, a, um, I can't even think right now. If you were to meet a stud, you wouldn't walk up to her and say, are you a hard stud? Are you a stud? Right, I mean, exactly. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's something that's kind of personal to that individual. Oh, okay. Um, and it's very hard to, um, to miscategorize who they are or who they identify as. So I, I wouldn't even put too much emphasis I on would, it. I would just say the best bet is to just call a person by their name. Right. Okay. And then the more you get to know them, the more you get to be around them or even witness them, then you'll pick up. But everybody's going to put somebody in a category anyway, naturally. Mm -hmm. But most, I think what he was trying to say is, Everybody dress different, dress a certain style, carry themselves a certain way. So when you ask what's a soft stud versus an average stud, let's just take the basics. <laughs> let's just take the basics. More the soft ones are the ones that may still go get manicures, panicures, still go get their hair actually done, you know, like uh, like the regular women's styles. Uh, they may wear, still wear some women clothes, blouses, pants, trousers, uh, shirts, things that still oh. accentuate their feminine figures, I guess you could say. Mm. Whereas when you come into the stud world and the more harder studs, what we're trying to get away from is situating our feminine aspects. Okay. So right. that's when you see the clothes a little bit more bigger. That's when you start to see the clothes trying to hide and conceal that, that figure of a woman that hourglass thing we have going on. And then that's when they embrace more of wearing more man clothes, man colognes, um, hairstyles, dreads, fades, cornrows, okay. all the things that typical guys do. So I think just the basic is you just have to go by what you see. But okay. what I think everybody is trying to say at the end of the day is everybody is still going to be different. Right, right. So just the way you address a person, I say just based on what you say. See, just your basics. Excuse me, or hey, how you doing? Or what's your name? You know what I mean? Or what what would you like for me to call you? Is that your name? You know what I mean? So, because you got some that's named Patricia and they go by Lil Peepop. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> is everybody in agreement with that? Yeah, I mean, I I would say just a, to add a little bit more to to um, what was said. Um, me, I think it's also generational. It's kind of related to um, adding more letters to sort of the, the LGBT alphabet. Mm -hmm. Growing up for me in New York, you had stud, you had a term called femigrash, you had another term called aggressive femme, oh, then wow. you had a soft stud, you had a regular femme. Like there's so many different varieties and I think maybe that's what applied at that time. And then now again, you hear like queer and then there's a bunch of other ones. Um, for me, it really is just, you know, going back to interacting with someone, um, you know, talking to them about, you know, greeting them rather by their name. Um, but a lot of it, I think it does have to do with style, um, going back to things like trying to hide that figure, right? So I've actually received comments from people in the past that said, well, you know, and you come off to me as like a soft stud, right? So um, if we go back to what Kilo was just saying in terms of, you know, soft studs, um, maybe still getting your hair done, you know, getting your nails done, things like that. Yeah, that, that ship sailed a long time ago for me, right? So I really don't fit that category. But I will do things like maybe wear a, a somewhat of a feminine hairstyle, right? Like I don't go to the barbershop, right? I don't get my hair cut, you know. Um, I don't do the braids as often, but I will. I shop predominantly, if not all the time, in the men's section. I wear cologne, but my style itself is a little bit different. I might wear tight-fitting pants, right? Not loose-fitting pants, things like just what makes me feel comfortable and how I identify and how I want to present myself each and every day. So I prefer not to be in a box at all. I'm just me. This is, this is who Anissa is. This is how um, I like to be received. Okay. I have a question. So I, and this came up a few times. So you guys, or you ladies, like dress as men. So you are attracted to, you, you like the style of men's clothing. But so you, you're breaking up. Breaking up. Breaking no, I'm saying that you guys like the style of men's clothing, right? So you dress like a guy, but it always fascinates me that you want to, you guys want to identify with, with the male clothing, but you guys don't like males. You know what I'm saying? So I think that sometimes I've heard that before. Like, why are they dressing like male, but they hate men? So can we clear can we clear that up? Can we clear up that misconception? First of all, I love your crazy. <laughs> First of all the men pants just fit my body better. All right. <laughs> so because of the way my body is set up. So early pants just don't fit right. Right. Like when I got hips and it just it don't fit right. So that's what pushed me towards the men pants. Okay. Because they would fit better. Okay. They would fit right. Their t-shirts are so unisex. Right. I mean, they started making them more feminine by tapering them in on the inside, but and we all wore a hat of some sort. Okay. You know what I mean? But <laughs> <laughs> the shoes was always flyer on the back. <laughs> 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 well, I feel like women got more variety than men. Well, see? Well, see? Well, oh, that's very interesting. I don't want no dress. Okay. Right. I can't interject on that piece right there. Um, so my sister, she's gay as well. Um, and when we were younger, she would wear my clothes. And she would tell me that she just felt more comfortable. Like, And I don't even think it's about like necessarily like men's clothing, but clothing that's more loosely fit. Okay. Um, because she said we were, you know, clothes made for females or women, she would feel uncomfortable, like too tight, she felt restricted. So by, you know, wearing my clothing when she was younger, she like, I felt, you know, I was like, for her, it was just like more of a, just a level of comfort. But she also hired like, you know, the way I dressed and stuff. But I, for her, it was like, I like women's clothing, it's too tight. I just don't like the way that she feels more booster fitting clothing. Okay, thank you. So to segue into a question from that, right? Do you think there's a lot of mental health, sexual abuse as kids? That's why a lot of people 
switch to being gay and also wearing baggier clothes because they oh, don't want to be Oh, no. Oh, my I, God. Yeah. No, that is one of the major misconceptions yeah, about the right. gay community. Like, I've come from a real loving family. Mm-hmm. Um, even though my mother didn't marry my biological father, mm-hmm. um, I have a stepdad and they've been together. That's who I know as my father. So mm-hmm. I come from a two-parent home. Um, and when I came out, they were very accepting. Um, my mom actually was the one who brought me out. She sat me down and asked me, like, do you have anything to tell me are you gay or whatever the case? But that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that we have been people molested. Um, we come from a family, um, and that's not the case though. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's very offensive too when people like find out that you're a lesbian or, or and you know or whatever the case may be, and they the first thing they think about like, well, one first question is, well, who hurt you? Yeah. And it was like, right, right. well, who, you know, who, what boy did you wrong or who did you wrong? And it's like, why I gotta be any of that? Why can't you just I just like who I like how I like it? Right. You know? right, right, right. Okay. Raising my hand. Go ahead, Kila. Um, I would flip the opposite to what they just said, only because the women that I've dated and dealt with, they actually did it because of those reasons. Oh. So you actually do have some people out there that have been hurt, molested, um, dude just dogged them out or whatever, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they run to the opposite side for the rainbow saving grace or something. <laughs> so I think it's a split. It's offensive to those who, like the rest of the panel, felt like, okay, that's that's all I've known since I was little. And then mm-hmm. it's offensive to even me to assume that I've been through it when I just chose it and I still right. right. So it's just, it's a big melting pot of how different people derived that mm-hmm. becoming LBCD, ABC, she was done. Okay. I just, just don't think it should be a question, period, that people should ask. Like, people when they find out, it's people, I mean, yeah, you'd be surprised. I, I mean, mean, I, mean so what? Job, like, so I didn't so even think that you were, like, you are. And, yeah, you know, it's a whole, like, who you? You know, but you're going to go up to straight people right. and be like, but why do you, why like? What made you straight? Exactly. Oh, why? so it's, so it's like, an offensive why? question. Okay. Yeah, it's very offensive. I have been experienced that. Like every time I've been asked, it is came. It has come from someone who felt comfortable enough to just ask me, like, "Hey, can I ask you a question?" So I've never experienced the the more nasty side of. But honestly, killing, I feel like offend you. But at the same time, your presence, you are a stud, and your your clothing, your demeanor, your presence gives that off. Like I don't need to question that you are. I assume that if you are not then you can take offense to that. If I just assume that you are gay and I don't talk to you and then I just come up to you and be like, oh, you you know, da-da-da-da. Oh, okay, I see you. Your girlfriend, and then you can be offended, like, girlfriend, like, I'm straight. But yeah. for people who, who you know, I'm not a stud. I don't dress that way. I dress just like a regular female. So then when they find out, it's like, whoa, you know, I'm, I'm all married with a wife. Whoa. Oh, okay, I get you. So you say about perception, mm-hmm. how you're approached by the yeah. perception. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That's like even with these, with these, um, with these men that are what's the word for them? Like they into getting their nails done and um. Metrosexual. 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 Like a metrosexual male. You mm-hmm. walk up to him and say, "Well, are you gay?" And then he's now he's super offended. Mm-hmm. Because he's a heterosexual male, so it's just, we can't yeah. always go off of perception. That's like yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Key and uh, Andre? Sorry, I was. It's <laughs> uh, okay. It's okay. In my personal opinion, I just think we, and like someone had brought this up earlier, but like no one asks people, you know, hey, are you straight? Like, how do you become straight? Or blah 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 blah. blah. Um, <laughs> I really think it would be, um, and like when I kind of like came into like my own person as I started as a young adult, like I wasn't telling people. I didn't come out of the closet to people like like yo I'm gay I just kind of like live my life and mm-hmm. some people were asking me they were kind of like not necessarily offended but just question like why I didn't like or tell them and my thing was I shouldn't have to tell you that I'm gay like right. they wanted me to tell you if I was so true that's like how I felt like that and I I would love for people to just get to a where 
it's not necessarily like a question like people are like who they are like you know okay okay so i know a couple of you say your families are good right how does it feel when it comes to your sexuality and christianity especially coming from a black a black community i'm breaking up yeah I heard you. You said how oh. it feels to come from a black family and then with Christianity. With Christianity, yes. I feel like with modern times, it's becoming a little bit more acceptable. It's becoming a little bit more acceptable. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I grew up Pentecostal, um, so that means I was to church day in day out. That's actually where I was exposed to a lot of homosexuality was within the church. However, um, the stigma and the taboo surrounding it is never always demonized. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why we don't talk about it. That's why it's always swept under the rug. And um, but yeah, I would I would say it's becoming more accepted nowadays. But um, growing up is hard being uh, sitting into in the audience of a congregation and they're constantly bashing. Yes. Yeah. When they have oh ministers of music who are LGBT. Um, praise and worship teams, they're all LGBT. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think it just really comes down to people are seeing that we we are becoming more um, exposed as far as like mainstream media and things like that. People are starting to not, even if they don't understand, they're becoming more um, aware, um, and, you know, and just more open and accepting of yes. the lifestyle. Okay. I think that, I think for me, um, Growing up in a Christian household, uh, my mom was very displeased about it. We had a whole falling out for years. Um, wow. I remember I called and told I, I was married because I just got married and I didn't tell nobody because I already knew it wasn't like accepted. And the rest of my family don't is not tripping. It's literally just my mom. Yeah. And so I remember I told her and she just like hung up the phone on me and like we didn't talk for a while. And uh, it's just we've we've come a long way definitely come a long way in our relationship we've been able to mend our relationship um and you know it's just gotten better and she's just kind of more accepting of the fact that i am who i am but i think my biggest thing now is trying to find the church home like Mm -hmm. like you said to to go to different churches and then to have like it's like good you know you're feeling it everything's good you know you go four five six sundays in a row and it's that one sunday where, you know, this Sunday, let me just put the homosexuals in the categories with the racists and the murderers and right. the shoplifters. And it's like, dang, like I was feeling this church and now I got to go somewhere else. And, mm-hmm. and you try not to, you try to find a church that you and, you know, you and your spouse or your person is comfortable with and not feeling judged. And that's, I think that's the hardest thing. Mm. So, gotta, you know, you just get used to Bedside Baptist at this point. Well, I got a, I got a question for Jasmine right quick. Cause you threw in there and you were married, mm-hmm. and then you, I guess now I'm trying to keep up with it a little bit. So you say you bisexual, mm-hmm. but then you got married to I'm assuming a woman a for woman. the fact that you mm-hmm. fell out with your mother. Mm-hmm. No, no I, yeah, well I didn't get married because of that, but yeah, no, I'm saying married. you fell out with her, but mainly because you definitely married a woman at that point. Yeah, yes. Were you still bisexual even though you married a woman? You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm. She answered that earlier. She said that yeah. she's still yeah. sexually attracted to one. Oh, I mean, to men, but her 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 attraction to one. Great. I guess that's where I fall in with other people getting confused because it's like it seemed like at one point it was a choice one over the other. Yeah. Especially being that you got married to a woman, it's like at that point you made a choice to literally. You get. I'm trying to. That's where I get confused. Mm-hmm. Because no, because like for somebody to say that they they love and they're attracted to both or to all, I can receive that part. But then when there's a choice made, such as a commitment as in marriage, oh, that's that's, okay. that's completely choosing. So it's it's like I so because I I I'm attracted to both and and don't have in a relationship with one or the other. But then, if I choose to marry one, do you feel like then that makes me now a lesbian? To me, yeah, I would I, like, for example, hypothetically speaking, if I were to start talking to you, right, mm-hmm. and then marriage would come, to me, you have made that choice. 
There's no, yeah, you're still But that's the thing. Why do I have to choose? Because you got married. But I got married, yeah. I married a woman, but why do I now have to choose? Like, well, I married a woman, so now now I'm a lesbian. That doesn't mean that. I mean, I'm still a lesbian. To me, it does. That's because it's my wife who goes too, but she feels the same way. But it's the point of, like, I feel like a lot of lesbians put bisexual women in the category. And it's like we can't. It's like... I don't know what it is. It's just like you can't be with a like a lesbian woman and be attracted to men. And I don't no, understand. You could be attracted, but it's like at that if point, I choose you've to marry a, a woman, then, then that's a, to me that's like you've made your ultimate. You're identified choice. with so, one particular. Just, I'm because most lesbians are not attracted to males. No, I see a dude that's fine like Idris Elba. Okay, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> hey. But, but I am with a woman. I I date a woman. I would marry a woman. Yeah. So I guess that's where I'm confused. But like I that. feel like if I was if I was in a relationship with a guy with a man and I, and it went further and I ended up marrying a man, that doesn't mean my attraction to women is now gone. I'm right. attracted to women. Right. So right. 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 And I know you know this right. is my husband and we doing yeah. our thing. Yeah. Okay. Also, you're into women. open. You into open marriage. No, we're not. No, no, we're not. no, no. 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 I, I think there's a. I think Killa, where you're getting confused, confused. the fact that obviously be, being being gay is the definition of that, or being bisexual is that you have a sexual attraction yes. for males. So it's sexual, right? So. The fact that she has found somebody to spend her life with who happens to be a woman, uh -huh. that doesn't necessarily now make her um, a, a lesbian all exclusively and isolated. It just means that she found somebody who happens to be a woman uh -huh. that she's choosing to spend her life with. That doesn't mean that now she doesn't like a gay guy or, sorry, doesn't like a, 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 a guy or isn't sexually attracted to a guy. Right. But I know her eyeballs don't turn off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a pansexual. Go ahead, Leonard. Leonard, go ahead. That's a like a pansexual doesn't identify with gender conform. You know, right. they don't. They, they don't identify with that. They just whoever they like. They're more in tune with mental, with the mental aspect yes. of being with them. So it doesn't have to do with their sexuality. But isn't this the same issue we were talking about though? The labels, right? Yeah. Uh, so it goes right back to the, the labels, right? Can I say something on that? Well, that on? Um, so I feel like I actually really like this conversation between Keila and, and Jasmine and also Leonard because I think this is kind of bubbling up something that. I continue to see mm -hmm. in a community where, again, going through, uh, just thinking about sort of timelines and time frames and, and just sort, sort of how society is starting to grow, right? So I feel like, yes, in the lesbian community, um, I myself in the past, we used to put bisexual women in a box, right? Like, oh, you know, I don't get it. It's, you know, why you, you know, it's this constant thought of, are you going to flip flop or you just want to yeah. kind of be greedy and have both? but. I think it's much deeper than that, mm -hmm. right? It really is going back to, uh, have you met someone that you've connected with and you want to take it further? And then also these traditional uh, mindsets and ideas of, well, you've got to choose one. And once you choose one, that's, that's the it. track you're going down. Yeah. That No more is that, right? Because there are lesbians that have been married to women come out of that in a divorce and then they go end up dating a man and turn around and they and, and end up marrying the man and it, it, they may be in a situation where they're like well am i bisexual now i'm unsure mm -hmm. and it's because in our own um lgbtq society we kind of start looking at people differently like well i thought you were a lesbian what happened yeah or if you're bisexual how are you now just dating women only and, and now you're going back to a man so it, it's this constant thing of it's kind of like just let people be and, and let them be attracted to who they're attracted to let them love who they want to love and don't box it in as anything just let it be fluid enough for them to be themselves and be able to love however they choose to do that great i like that i like that Any, anything else kill no i mean she uh, she kind of broke it down you know what i mean and yeah. took me back because that goes to show you guys that we still can do that. We still can be judgmental against yeah. one another. Not that right. I am hating on what Jasmine's doing at all. It's just 
that's that part that still comes up with us because like she said it's like okay wait a minute well then you kind of chose because to me i've always uh, i always thought of a bisexual as being someone who's literally dating and sleeping with both oh okay that's what i always thought of bisexual me too so when you actually got into the relationship with one or the other then you're technically acting in a heterosexual relationship or you're acting in a lesbian relationship that's just how I grew up thinking it or just the, the surroundings that mm-hmm. I've been in. But then, as you say, things done changed. The world has evolved. Yes. And then new words and pansexuals and all these kind of things. So that just goes to show you guys that we're still confused. <laughs> we still can be hard. So I know we've been going for an hour, though, right? So I want to ask you, what would be some things that you would put out to the heterosexual community yes. for us to understand a little bit more about the community. What I just said, we still confused too. <laughs> <laughs> we making it each day by day, just and, like the next. I think okay, it's, and then it's, what, it's, it's, what are some things that made, that are offensive to y'all? When well, we'll ask those I'm questions sorry. as well. Yeah. Hmm? What was that? What was... What'd you say, Andre? I was asking, what was that question that you just asked? So I asked, um, is what would you want the heterosexual community to know? And then also, what are some things that are very offensive if they ask those questions to you? So two two part question. Oh, I got one. I think for the hetero. Hold on, let, let him answer. Andre, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, ahead, I personally, I um, hate how uh, um, homosexuality or just the queer community, like, it's over-sexualized and kind of like criminalized mm-hmm. and being is like it's so like people find very natural and cute when they have in the movies a little boy and a little girl they're getting to know each other they I'm like oh my god I have a crush on Susie blah 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 but you know if two little boys do it it's kind of like frowned upon or if two little girls do it it's frowned upon so it's like I would definitely love to see like more of that like in movies in general uh, so okay. that would be like I find like really offensive. Uh, and part two, what was the second question? Like, what would you want them to know? Right? Is that what I asked? Yes. Um, yeah. that aside from like attraction, we're not. You know, gay people aren't evil. They're not out to you know mess with every girl or every guy we live our lives to the fullest just like everybody else and you know we believe the same we have to get married on the same ground you know we're all still people we're all still like one people at the same time we just you know have separate or different attractions so okay. if people kind of like marginalized like or think they have nothing in common with gay people or gay people think they have nothing in common with straight people so I just think that's one of the barriers that we can like work to you know, like break down from both that yeah I appreciate that that's good what were you saying Jasmine I think the biggest thing to take away of what I want uh what hetero people could take away from it is just overall just you know just my business you know worry about themselves not worry about anybody else <laughs> or anything else, right? It's the it's the individual. Um, and, and maybe, you know, try try to learn more, try to um, educate yourself as best you can so you know, or even asking questions such as does it offend you if, right? Um, because some people may be comfortable saying what what what's offensive, others not. Um, but yeah, again, it's uh, I gotta I gotta go back to Jasmine saying mind your business. I think it's it's, it's a whole lot of that. I think people need to be better at minding their business. Okay. Anything key? Um, I think my thing that I find offensive is the fact that a lot of straight people they have conversations and they're not aware of who they're having these conversations in front of. So a lot of people become scared and more positive than anything. And we don't need any more positive gays. We really don't. As a community, we don't need that. And what I feel like could be what I would want from the heterosexual community um, in general is just to be respected. Well, that's good. Okay. 
Jasmine, you there? I'm here. And did you hear the question? Yes, I did, but they answered it all. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to say, Renee or Keisha? I just, I, I just want to say I appreciate you guys being so open uh, to have this discussion with us because I think it's very important uh, to have these type of discussions. And sometimes they are difficult discussions, but I think they need, we need to all have it. And it's not, it should not be, you know, so isolated of, um, of a discussion. I think we just need to have these difficult discussions to educate people. Because as you, as Anissa uh, succinctly said, people are people. Right, and and they should be treated as such. So I just appreciate you guys so much for sharing your story. Thank you. No, I just want to thank you. I, I've been enlightened, and I just want to tell you guys: just be patient with the heterosexual community. I know we are we're miseducated, and we're we're still learning. Um, but I have great friends in, in your community, and I think I love this because it helps me to be a better friend and to just to be aware of what you guys go through and to just be a little bit more cautious of how I speak and what I say because with knowing that it will offend a human being at the bottom of it all. So thank you. It's been great. Enlightened. Thank you guys so much for being so open with all the questions that we were asked. There were some other questions that were a little bit too explicit for me to ask, but we could do a part two if you want to answer some of these questions. So I really want to appreciate y'all and thank you. Please follow us on I Got You Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and also YouTube. You all have a great night. Thank you so much.